Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to cover in the New Testament book of James, and we'll be doing chapter 3 and chapter 4, which are very good chapters. Chapter 3 is Taming the Tongue, and chapter 4 is Submit Yourself to God. Two really good chapters to go over, and we'll be doing it with the NIV, the New International Version. And before I get started, I like to uh, give you some resources about the Bible to be able to defend it. And I will read you what the Bible is, and you can go back and rewind it, copy it, or whatever. But it's great, especially if you are in a secular college with uh, secular professors that don't believe in God or atheist professors, whatever. And I know sometimes they like to, you know, push their personal beliefs. And this is the way to um, respond, you know. Or just to let people know what the Bible is. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other white witnesses, eyewitnesses, 40 authors, six, six volumes of books, span of 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. That's what the Bible is. And then for your for more information, um, that really helps out. And also it is by, or at least I heard it from uh, Dr. Vody Bakum on YouTube when he was teaching the class. He's another great teacher also. So let's go ahead and begin and... The New Testament book of James, using the NIV, and starting at verse 3. Taming the tongue. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. Verse 2. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect able to keep their whole body in check. Verse 3, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Verse 4, or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Verse 5, likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Verse 6, the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. So what it's talking about here is that our tongue can get us in all kind of trouble, um, like he was talking about boasting or bragging or whatever, or lying, you know. I know a lot of salespeople that, you know, lying is second nature to them. And, of course, they don't know the Bible either. But, yeah, and they'll say all kind of stuff, you know. They try to, you know, very good at trying to convince people and all this kind of stuff. But all that will lead you to hell, you know. Because in uh, Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, says that all liars uh, will have their part in the lake of fire that burns with you know sulfur and all. So, yeah, we don't want to... Lying is also one of the commandments, too. 
But uh, but you know, if you're not a Christian, it's not going to bother you, and you don't know any better, unfortunately. And so goes for politicians, unfortunately. Not all, but a large majority of them go that way, or they learn to you know to uh, have political speech where you can't hardly know what they're standing for. It's just you know, it's words with with meanings you can't understand or no meanings at all. All right, let's continue starting at verse 7. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. Verse 8, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. You know, and that's true because, you know, you can say say something that's uh, really negative to someone and they can pretty much just, you know, Almost destroy them, especially for children. You know, if you're really negative with children and stuff, you can destroy that child or set that child on a bad path. You know, and it's the same for all. You know, we all need um, uh, we all need positive speech, and a lot of negative would tear people down and children. So we need to be aware of that. Verse 9, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Verse, verse 10. Verse 10, out of the same mouth came praise and, and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Verse 11, can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Verse 12, my brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs. Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Okay, going to the next section, two kinds of wisdom. Verse 13, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. Verse 14, but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Verse 15, such wisdom does not come down from heaven but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. Verse 16. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Verse 17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. The peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Verse 18, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Let's continue now in uh, in the New Testament book of James chapter 4. And in this section it's called Submit Yourself to God. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Verse 2, you desire but do not have, so you kill, you covet, but you, but you cannot get what you want, so you call and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God, verse 3. When you asked, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. A lot of times we come, God knows our hearts and our thoughts and intent, and we'll come to God in prayer and for stuff that we want, instead of, you know, what's your will, God? Guide me and direct me in that area. You know, we have to be careful in that. So, okay, verse 4. 
you adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity with God, against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Verse 5, or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? Verse 6, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Verse 7, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Verse 8, come near to God and he will come near to you. And I'm stopping there for a minute. And uh, let me give you a little commentary on that. When it says, verse 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he flee from you. <clears throat> verse 8, come near to God, and he will come near to you. That makes sense, you know? And how do we get near to God, and how do we submit ourselves to God? You stay reading and studying the Word of God. Read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. If you stay in the Word of God, you're going to be strong. It's like if when you eat, you know, we normally eat three meals a day and snacks in between or whatever. So it's the same with the Bible with your spiritual body. You have to feed your body all day too. So we need to study and, and uh, study the Word of God every day. And when you're listening to things, make sure it's godly things and, you know, to feed your soul. Because if, you, if you're hanging around a lot of worldly things, then... Um, then we're going to know it. Then, you know, it's going to be a very negative thing. Now, continuing, we're at the last part of verse 8 of chapter 4. And it says, Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Verse 9, Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves. Before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Verse 11, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. Verse 12, there is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you who are you to judge your neighbor. And verse 13, and this section says, boasting about tomorrow. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why do you, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Verse 15, instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Verse 16, as it is, you boast in your, your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. Verse 17, if, if anyone then knows the good they ought <clears throat> to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Okay. So, you've heard the word of God. So, how do we get to a place where we can please God? Well, first we have to look at ourselves and see what the Ten Commandments says. Have you ever lied? What do you call someone that lies? 
a liar. We've all lied. Have you ever stolen anything or borrowed something that you never brought back? Or you just took a paper clip or whatever? And we think it's okay, but to God, <clears throat> um, it doesn't matter of how much something is. It's our thought and intent. And love, a lot of times we don't even think about it. We'll borrow somebody's pen and never bring it back. Stuff like that. But because God's standards are much higher than our standards. So we're already sunk there too. Now, have you, had a, have you ever looked at another person with lust? Pretty sure we all have. And according to Jesus, anyone who looks at another person with lust has already uh, committed adultery in their hearts already. So you see how that builds up? And that's just three. And there's ten. That's why we need Christ, because without Christ, we're on our way to hell. See, he's the bridge. Two thousand Over 2,000 years ago, he went on the cross, and he made the one-time payment for us, which is horrific. He allowed himself to be taken. The Romans beat him, whipped him, where his flesh was coming off, and then they put him on the cross and put nails in his hand and his feet. And he willingly did that to pay the price for mankind, for us, so that now we can come by faith, believing through Christ. That means Christ makes us holy. When you repent, you ask, you understand you've broken God's moral law. You come to Christ and you, with a sorrowful, contrite heart, and you ask for his forgiveness, which is called repentance. And you turn from your old ways and you start going down God's road, the straight and narrow road. Why Wide is the way to destruction and narrow is the way to God. We got to go his way. It's not the other way around. Um, we've got to conform to God, but we can't do it without Christ. Once we, give our, once we surrender ourselves to Christ, then he comes in supernaturally and starts to work with us. Plus, you can have the, um, the joy of knowing that when you die... That only your body will die, but your soul will live with Christ in heaven. And that's a good thing, you know. But I challenge you to read the Bible, read the New Testament, start in the book of John. I challenge you to do that. Let me give you a little scripture. Romans chapter 319, the NIV. We now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law. So that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. See, God's law shows our sin. And that's why we need to come to Christ so we'll be covered in, in his blood supernaturally. <clears throat> and you say, why do I have to do all this? Well, because God is sovereign. He's God. He's, he's the everything of the universe. So therefore, we need God. God's, God is sovereign. He is sovereign. And he rules everything, so we have to come his way, and this is the way he designed it. That we must come humble as a child. John 14, John chapter 14, verse 6, the NIV. Jesus answered, I am the way. And the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we must come to Christ. Through him. Can't go any other way.
Let me give some salvation of scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. King James Version. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God is risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth on the righteousness, with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. King James Version, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans chapter 17, King James Version, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So I would advise you to give your life to Christ immediately because you don't know if you're going to be alive tomorrow or not. God knows who's coming because, because He designed it that way from the foundation of the world. And He knows who's coming, but we don't. And this is the way he's made it, and this is the way what we need, we need to do. A lot of people say, well, God needs us. No, he doesn't. We need God. It's not the other way around. We need God. Because left your own devices, we'll mess it up in a minute. And the Bible also says that no one seeks God. So God has to draw you. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me give some resources. Dr. Vodi Bakum, a great teacher, and you can find him on YouTube. And he does have a website. You just put it in your search engine. R.C. Sproul, Dr. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries. That's L-I-G-O-N-I-E-R Ministries. You can put that in your search engine. Pop it up. And he's on YouTube. Great stuff. Fantastic. Living Waters with Ray Comfort. LivingWaters.com and YouTube. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham. Answers in Genesis.org. YouTube. Wall Builders with David Morton. WallBuilders.com. YouTube. And they also you can also find it on um, I, I believe it's Stitcher and probably other places on audio podcasts. That's good too. Dr. Walter Martin, <coughs> waltermartin.org. And then um, you can go on YouTube and they have a website, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. And you can go online and put apologiastudios.com. That's A P O L O G I A Studios, S T U D I O S.com. And um, he has a, and there he has a free seminary classes. You can get a seminary education. Um, he has uh, Dr. Greg Bonham and all his teachings there. Now he's he's died and went on. But the family donated that to Apology Studios, so he's got it where you can go there and have a free education. Just put in there and go online to that, Apology Studios, and put in there and just put um, in the search engine there of the website, uh, Dr. Greg Bonham or Bonham U or Seminary, and it should pull it up. And if you would like to correspond with us, uh, our email is all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And our website is all lowercase Bible Education Institute.webnode.com. And you can find us on YouTube and Rumble. Our audio podcast is on there. And here are the audio platforms you can find us on that Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Attic, and others. So, until we meet again, 
on the next one. Remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says and get right with God. Repent. Realize that we've broken God's moral law. We're all guilty. We need to come to Christ in repentance with a sorrowful heart and ask God to forgive us and then surrender our life to Him. That is, put our trust in Him as you would a parachute if you, you were on a plane that was about to crash. Somebody gave you a parachute. You've got to hold on for dear life because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. Remember that. Till next time.